Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver... The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. I'll Silver. Away. Frank Lane was in a particularly good humor. box under his arm contained a pound of the best assorted candies from Crater City's one and only general store. And as he knocked at the door of Mrs. Schaefer's boarding house, Frank knew with pride that he was bringing his gift to the most popular girl in town. Uh, hello, Mrs. Schaefer. Jane to home? She ain't been no place else for a month. Come on in. Yeah. I guess she's been kind of tied down since her brother got hurt. How is the kid, anyway? Oh, Billy, poor little tight. Don't seem to mend very fast, but he's got plenty of spirit, and that's something. Yeah, sure. That's a good sign, I guess. Uh, hello, Frank. Come on in. Hello, Jane. Hiya, Billy. How's the crip? Uh, how's the boy? I'm all right. Here, I uh, brought you a little present, Janie. Oh, how nice. Chocolate? Yeah. 
Got a whole pound of them. A whole pound? Gee whiz. How'd you ever manage to get them all over here in one trip? Why, Billy. Huh. A whole pound. For 29 cents, I bet. Billy. Please, you're being very rude. Oh, that's all right, Janey. Hmm. Mm. Good smell to them, ain't they? They're very nice. Billy, would you like one? Sure. I'll take two while the getting's good. The old lady said he had plenty of spirit. That's good. Yes, Frank. Billy's going to need a lot of spirit. Doc Fulmer came over today. Oh? What did Doc say? Billy's got to have an operation. It, it's the only thing that'll save his leg. Uh, that's bad, huh? When's he going to operate? He isn't. Billy has to go to the city to, to a specialist. Oh, I don't know. Them city doctors are pretty high-priced. What you got there, kid? Oh, that's an old clock I gave him to play with. Just something to keep his mind occupied during the day while I'm working. Bet you'll be surprised if I get her fixed up and running again, huh, sis? I certainly will. That clock hasn't run for ten years. Gosh. Sure is tough on the kid, all right. Just nothing to do all day except lay in bed. Oh, you don't hear me kicking, do you? Hey, sis, that's a pretty good joke, huh? I said you don't hear me kicking, and I couldn't kick if I wanted to. Yes, Billy, but... Someday you'll be able to. Hey, sis, looky here. The crazy old clock's running. Sis, listen. What? Why, Billy Mercer, you little scam. Doggone if he ain't got her fixed, Jane. Sure. Chuck's all I did was take it apart and put it back together again. Oh, Billy, you're a little genius, that's what. You said a minute ago I was a little scamp. Hey, what time is it? I'll set this thing right now. It's uh, five minutes to nine by my watch. Five minutes to nine. There. Hey, I forgot. I gotta be going, Janie. No visitors after nine o'clock. Good night, Frank. We'll see you again. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Maybe uh, you and me can go to the dance Saturday night, huh? Oh, I don't think so. Not while Billy's laid up. Hey, Frank, how about a chocolate before you go? Why, uh... Might have. Oh, Janie, why don't you do something with that fresh kid? <laughs> oh, Billy Mercer, you're positively the most provocative young man I know. Huh. At least I don't bring you a whole great big pound of chocolates and eat them all in front of you. <laughs> you mustn't be too rough on Frank. Don't worry. I'm going to leave that to Mrs. Schaefer. Boy, has she got that Romeo scared. Billy, I'm going to my room for a few minutes. Then I'll come back and tuck you in for the night. I'll just be a moment. It ought to be right here in the bottom of this trunk. Oh, yes. Oh, what a lovely pin. It's so, so warm and beautiful. Oh, Mother must have treasured it. I remember the day Mother gave it to me. It seems... seems I can hear her now. Jane, this diamond pin, your, your father gave it to me the day we were married. I want you to have it. And, and I hope you will treasure it as I have. And I also hope that it will bring you the, the same amount of happiness it has brought me. Yes, Mother... I'm sure it will. 
pin means that Billy can be well again, like other boys. I know I'll be the happiest girl in the world. Morning stage rolled into Crater City exactly on schedule and drew to a stop in front of the small hotel. Three passengers dismounted. A fat, roly-poly man in city clothes, a stalwart, sharp-eyed Indian, and a big man dressed in the conventional garb of the cattle country. Now this way, Toto. Uh, uh, feels good to get out of that stagecoach. Oh, that plenty long ride. Oh. Now Tonto feel better. <laughs> Not like riding chicken poop. <laughs> well, at least we didn't lack for conversation. Our fellow passenger apparently doesn't appreciate the kind of country he's traveling in. No, him. Him talk too much. Not say anything. He said too much. If the wrong people should hear him. How you mean? Claims to be a jeweler from El Paso. Uh-huh. That's right. Well, if he is here to buy an expensive diamond, as he claimed, he must be carrying considerable money. And either the money or the diamond might prove tempting to some men. Oh, fat feller not very smart. Well, our problem at the moment is to get the horses. Now, let's see. They came as far as Williston on the railroad. That's about 30 miles west. Mm, Tonto be glad to see Silver and Scout. So will I. But it was better to send them ahead by rail than to tackle 300 miles of desert country. Ah, uh, that trip too much for any horse. Come on. That's got a bite to eat. We'll ride the next stage going west to Williston. Before Silver gets impatient and starts kicking that boxcar apart. Yeah, it's pretty tough for Jane, all right. Say that fool kid was even riding a white horse just to look like a lone ranger driver. You asked me, but it was lucky he didn't get his back broke. Not a wait. You said it. Excuse me, mister. I couldn't very well avoid hearing what you just said. Huh? All about Billy Mercer? What about it? Why, I gathered someone had been hurt. Perhaps I can be of assistance. Yeah? Maybe you're a doctor, huh? No, but I understand first aid. <laughs> Look, stranger, this kid needs more than first aid. He's got to have an operation. Oh? Well, how did the accident happen? Eh, you know how kids are. A bunch of them playing cowboys and Indians with outlaws and everything thrown in for good measure. And this Mercer kid gets him a big white horse and makes out like he's the Lone Ranger. Yeah, and the brute of a critter falls on the kid and smashes his leg. But I want to tell you, he's the gamest little cuss i ever seen. Not even a whimper when they told him he might lose his leg. Otto, take the stage to Williston and cut the horses and come back here and hurry. Ah, you go visit young fella that get hurt? Yes, you'll find me at his house when you get back. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, I was just speaking to my friend here. Now, where does the boy live? Billy? He's yes. over to Mrs. Schaefer's boarding house. Lives there with his sister, Jane. She works in the restaurant down at the hotel. Oh? Now, of course, it ain't none of my business, see? And Jane is as fine a girl as you'd ever want to meet. Yes. But she's kind of getting friendly lately with Frank Lane. He deals card games over to Mike Newman's place. Mister, there ain't never been a more worthless critter in town. Of course, like I said, it ain't none of my business. Another visitor, Billy boy. Who is it? Tell him to come on in. Okay, mister. The boy likes to have company. Thank you, Mrs. Schaefer. Hello, Billy. Hello. I uh, just happened to be passing through and heard about your accident. Oh. That uh, must have been a pretty bad horse you were trying to ride. I don't know. He uh, caught me off guard, see? Oh, I see. But when I get well, I'm going to throw another saddle on that big brute. And this time I'll stay on him. He certainly didn't injure your spirit. Here, look. I drew a picture of him. 
Me riding him right into the ground. Just like the Lone Ranger would have done. Here, it's on this table here. Oh! Well, let me get it for you, Billy. That, uh, leg of yours. It's pretty sore, isn't it? Nah, I, I just... Say, this is a good picture of you riding that white horse. Yeah. How you like the outfit I'm wearing, huh? All dressed up like the Lone Ranger, see? White hat and a mask on my face and everything. I guess you know a lot about the Lone Ranger, huh, Billy? Sure. I know all about his horse, Silver, too. But, uh, well, uh, does the Lone Ranger always wear that mask, as you have him pictured? Huh? Golly, I guess so. Why? I have heard that sometimes he goes oh, different places wearing ordinary clothes, with his face disguised by his Indian friend Tato. Yeah? Gee, and he don't wear a mask or nothing when he goes out like that, huh? That's right. And hey, you know something else about the Lone Ranger? You know what his special sign is, huh? Special sign? Sure. I remember my dad telling about it. That was three years ago. Before Dad got killed by some outlaws. Oh. Billy, was your dad Sheriff John Mercer? Hey, I thought you were a stranger. Just how'd you know my dad used to be sheriff? I've heard of him and remembered the name. Hmm. Well, anyway, Dad used to say that the Lone Ranger always used a special sign to identify himself, see? When he wanted to sort of leave his calling card, see? Yes. And the sign was a silver bullet. Honest, a real bullet made out of silver. Well, that's very uh, interesting, Billy. Who's out there? I heard horses. It's the man I travel with. Well, yes, I'd better run along. Perhaps I'll see you again. And Billy. Yeah? When you see your sister, tell her not to worry about that operation. Will you? Sure. I'll tell her. Goodbye, Billy. Keep up that old fatting spirit. Oh, here. You can keep this as a souvenir of our visit this afternoon. Catch. There, I caught it. And thanks, mister. Dropped it. Right here in bed someplace. Ah, there it... Why, hey, this thing, it's a silver bullet. A real honest-to-goodness silver bullet. And that man that just left here. Holy catfish! Hey, Mrs. Schaefer, come here, come here, quick! The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
Now to continue our story. Wearily, after ten busy hours waiting on table at the Crater City Restaurant, Jane Mercer climbed the steps of the large frame building that she and her brother called home. Thinking the boy might be asleep, Jane tiptoed up to the door of the room where the injured lad was convalescing. Carefully, Jane opened the door, peeked in, and... <gasps> Billy! Good heavens, child, where did you get that gun? Huh? What? Now, look, sis, is that polite to come sneaking up on a fellow like that? Give me that, this very instant. Oh, no, you don't. No, no, don't take it, Jenny. Listen, it's just an old relic, honest. It's no good. Judge Pearson gave it to me, see? Look, it's busted, see? You can't even pull the trigger. Oh, you just about scared the daylights out of me. Oh, that Judge Pearson giving you a gun makes no difference whether it works or not. He ought Jane, to... Jane, listen, guess who was here this afternoon? I'll bet you a million dollars you can't guess. Well, let's see. It could have been... Jane, and he said to tell you not to worry about my operation. Oh, I'm not worried any longer, Billy. I, I have the money now to pay for it. You do? Where'd you get it? Well, someday perhaps I'll want to tell you, but right now I'd rather not. But you can be sure it's our money and... It's the best way in the world to use it. Yeah, but listen. I know. You're simply bursting with big news. So tell me, who was here this afternoon? Cheney, the Lone Ranger. You hear? The Lone Ranger himself. Sit down, sis, and I'll tell you all about it. While young Billy repeated at great length the details of the Lone Ranger's visit, another scene was taking place in a secluded room at the rear of the Silver Dollar Cafe. Frank Lane was speaking to his boss and the owner of the place... Mike Newman. Oh, now listen, Mike. I want to get married, see? And I know sure as shooting Jane ain't going to have a husband that makes a living dealing cards. <laughs> so what are you going to do, Frank? Go tell her how you're really making your dough? No. What I want is for you to fix me up with a job that's got... Well, you, you know what I mean. Sure, sure, kid. I'll be thinking about it. Now listen. You go on out front, see, and hang around a while and... Pretty soon, somebody's going to come busting in here with the news of that stage robbery. And you just make it your business to be surprised, see? Yeah, don't worry, Mike. Just being careful, that's all. And remember, they still hang people out here for murder. You know, see here, Mike. I never plugged that fellow, not any more than you did. Yeah, I know. When he got buck fever and went for his gun, we both started shooting. Only I think it was you that killed him, see? If you think I'm going to take all the blame... Ain't nobody going to take the blame for careful... Shut up. Mike, listen, Mike. You gents better dig yourself a deep hole and crawl in. Eh? I just got it. Right straight from old Jetty Crane. He rooms over to Mrs. Schaefer's place, see? What are you trying to say? Stop shaking and say it. Yeah, and then you fellas can start shaking. Mike, you ever hear about the Lone Ranger? The Lone Ranger? What about him? He's here in Crater City. Or at least he's awful close. How do you happen to know that? He was over to old Lady Schaefer's today, visiting that Mercer kid. Oh. I wonder how... Yeah. Why? Well, I don't know. The whole town's buzzing with the news. Seems he went in there wearing some kind of disguise. And he told young Billy not to worry about the operation. Not to worry. Hmm. Hey, what's going on out there? Uh, yeah, yeah, come on, Frank. Let's go see what the excitement's all about. Hey! What are you gents making so much ragged about? The opening stage, held up on the way out of town. Yeah. Must have just got through the pass when they Driver got her shot up pretty bad and one passenger killed. Well, I'll be a son of a gun. 
Now, ain't that something? Well, come on, let's get a posse together. Yeah, that's right. Get your horses and we'll hit the trail. Yeah, sure, we got to catch whoever done it quick. Come on. Hey, hey, hold on a minute there. Hold on. Say, uh, Red, what was that you were telling me a second ago about the Lone Ranger? Huh? Why, just that he was over to see the Mercer kid this afternoon. Yeah, and uh, what did he tell young Billy? Why, said not to worry about that operation the kid's got to have. Guess he kind of figured on footing the bill, maybe. Yeah. Meaning that he's going to take care of the expenses. And then the very same day, the Overland stage is stuck up and one man killed. You mean you think the Lone Ranger? Think nothing, as plain as a nose on your face. The masked man robbed the stage. Well, let's get him, then. Come on. Frank, beat it over to Mrs. Shaver's place. See if you can find out where the masked man is. We get him and everything is perfect for you and me, understand? Sure, you betcha. I'll go over right away. All right, come on. Let's get organized here. Times and the answer is still no. I, I won't marry you. Oh, but listen, oh, God, dang it. I'm making enough to take care of both of us. Just make this one piece fat. Very much. Then I even listen. I'm going to get another job, see? Something like oh, being a cattle dealer or something like that, see? Frank, if I loved you enough to marry you, I wouldn't care what kind of a job you had. But. The truth is, I don't love you. Oh, but Jenny, listen. It's plain old I thing ain't even worth fixing. I can buy you swell and presents and well. everything. Hey. Look, look here. Holy mackerel, it's fixed. I got her fixed. Instead, I'll give it to you now. Uh-oh. There. I better not have Jenny, though. That's the kind of presents I can buy you. A real genuine diamond pin. <laughs> and it took your breath away, didn't it? Where did you get that pin? I bought it. Yeah. Got it for you the last time I was in El Paso. That was three weeks ago. Sure. <laughs> you, uh, like it? Oh, boy. Now, look, Jane. Now I got me a real gun. I paid a big price for that pin, see? But even the Lone and Ranger be proud to have this gun. You. Gosh, Don't that show I just had some ammunition. Did you hey, know that the Overland State Sure, I got ammunition. That silver sure, bullet the Lone Ranger gave me. Well, what are you asking Here. that for? And, and the man was murdered? Oh, boy. Wait till I see yeah, old Judge Pearson. That man was here in this house this morning. He made it possible for me to take care of Billy's operation. He did? Gee, that's swell, Janie. Yes. I, I regarded him as our friend. You see, Frank, this pin, this lovely diamond that you're offering me, that you say you bought in El Paso three weeks ago, I sold it to that man this morning for six hundred dollars. Why? <laughs> ain't that ain't Frank this... Lane? You robbed that stagecoach, and it was you who killed that man. You, you beast! To come here and ask me to marry you. Hey, now wait a Get minute. Get your hands off of me! Let me go to you here. Yeah, let you go where? Outside. I'll scream it from the housetops. Frank Lane is a murderer. I'll tell him you killed him. No, no, you don't. You ain't getting so high and mighty with me. Let me go! You big tramp. Let my sister alone before Yeah? I... For you what, half-pint? I'll shoot you, you old chocolate eater. Huh? What with, huh? You better not monkey around here, Frank Lane. Because there, I got a gun, see? Oh, you ordinary little buzzard. Now, now listen, kid. Billy, put that gun away. Frank, that gun... What about that gun? Oh, sure, sure. That's the gun you told me about the other night, huh, Janie? 
The old busted contraption Judge Pearson give the kid. Well, you sassy little brat. Here, I'll show you what a real gun looks like. What, what are you going... It's too bad, Janie. Too bad you ain't got good sense, see? Frank, please. Put that gun away. I made a mistake offering you that pin. Well, even my partner didn't know I got that off the guy. Yes. You made a mistake. Uh-huh. So now I gotta correct it. Goodbye, Janie. No. No, please. Hey. Yeah, and you too, kid. I'll take care of your operation. That reminds me. Where's that 600 bucks you was bragging about? Oh. Oh, you... You beast. You inhuman beast. Come on, where is it? Let me go. Oh, oh you little spitfire. I Shh, wish you... I were a man. I can't... Yeah, well, you ain't seen him. Where's that dough? Janie, get back. Get out of the way. Frank, you get out of here before I shoot. Well, you sassy little maverick. I'll fix you right now. Oh, oh. Janie. Jane, I'm shot. I... Billy! That gun! How did... Golly, sis, I... I got it fixed in... In... Jiminy! Oh, Oh, Billy, There's the masked man's white horse. You fellas surround the house and see you don't get away. He's inside there talking to the Mercer kid. Hold it. Otto, watch them. You men, don't make a move, any of you. Not until you've heard what Judge Pearson has to say. You fellas been barking up the wrong tree. There's a would-be outlaw laying in this house with a bullet in his shoulder. He just confessed the robbery. Who is it? His name is Frank Lane. And he told us who his partner was. The one that's been yelling for you to get the Lone Ranger. There he stands. Mike Newman. Look out! My shoulder! You're lucky. A stagecoach passenger was shot through the heart, Newman. Well, sir, I'd say you did get here in time after all. Judge Pearson, I suppose there'll be some reward for these men. Sure. Bet your life there is. The stage company will pay it, too. See that Billy Mercer gets it, will you? And, Judge, it might be a good idea to explain to the youngster about that gun he had. Tell him what you told me. Yes, sir, I'm going to do that right now. Come on in. So I just tinkered around and got the thing working, see? I never expected... Never expected to use that old cannon, huh, son? Well, something I want to tell you about that gun. You too, Jane. Oh? I got that shooting iron from an outlaw who went to the penitentiary several years ago. He'd killed a man with it. But the man managed to get in one shot and busted up that old cannon for the outlaw. Who was the man that got killed, Judge Pearson? He was your daddy, son. Sheriff John Mercer. Gee. So you see, son, sometimes there's a heap more justice in the way things turn out than we can figure on. Now, ain't there? Hmm?
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated.